Welcome to Five Friday Feedback on the Five Guys podcast, where we recap key takeaways from our most recent episode in order to help cement the information in your mind. We'll also be providing insights to burning questions from our community members in the viewer mailbag. Remember, the Five Guys podcast is your trusted source for all things financial independence, and we're thrilled to have you here with us on this journey. So whether you're listening while commuting, at the gym, or just relaxing at home, we're here to provide you with the knowledge and inspiration you need to achieve your financial goals. The Fly Guys is a podcast dedicated to providing general information and insights on a wide range of wealth-related topics. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the host and guests and do not constitute personalized financial advice. The content provided in this podcast is for educational and informational purposes only. It should not be considered a substitute for professional financial advice. Your financial situation and goals are unique, and the information provided here may not be applicable or suitable for your specific circumstances. We, the host, and the guests of the Fly Guys are not acting as your financial advisor. We are not aware of your individual financial situations, risk tolerance, or investment objectives. Any decisions or actions you take based on the information provided on this podcast are your own and made at your own risk. I may be a financial advisor, but I am not your financial advisor. And now that the lawyers are happy, let's get started. Hey there, financial trailblazers. Welcome back to Five Friday Feedback on the Five Guys podcast, where we're ready to kick off 2024 with a financial revolution. As we bid farewell to 2023, it's not just another episode, it's a reset button on your financial journey. So get ready to redefine your financial playbook as we recap our 10 essential New Year's resolutions that will reshape your wealth landscape. And hold tight because beyond resolutions, we're answering your burning questions with a fascinating tale from our listener mailbag. Let's spark that revolution. This is the Five Guys Podcast, and your 2024 reset begins now. Let's go. Heck of an intro. I'm liking it. I'm getting better at it. I, you know, I like <laughs> it. That was solid. That was solid. Yeah, I'm learning right. to read good. Dude, reading good. Very good. Yeah. I, went, I went to the school of kids that don't learn to read good. Nah, yeah, the public school system is... It's trash. Trash. It's funny because it's like... It's ironic because like you listen to audio books... So fast. So fast. Mm-hmm. And it's like... He's getting stronger. <laughs> stronger with the force. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. But yeah, welcome in. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the podcast. Today we're going to recap uh, what we talked about earlier, which is really a checklist, as mm-hmm. it were, for how to really set yourself up for 2024. You know, regardless of what 2023 was for you, maybe it was uh, not a great year for you. Maybe it was the best day of your life. But we want to make sure that as we kick off 2024, that we started off right. Yeah. You know, and I think that this really definitive checklist is something that everyone can kind of start with. doesn't matter where you are on the journey. Every single one of these points can still be applied to you. Bingo. You know, even the ones of like setting up a budget, doesn't matter how much money you have. You should always make sure that your money is going to the right places. Like including myself, I still need a budget very much. So if mm-hmm. not, I will end up in peril because yeah. my wife will spend all of her money. <laughs> oh, I hope she's not watching. Oh, nope. She doesn't. It's okay. Good. If she does, I'm, I'm sure I'll get smacked. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, let's get on with it. Let's get into it. Let's get on with it. Number one, reflect on the past year. Yeah, I think it's important to learn from your victories and your mistakes from 2023. That way we can make sure we're making informed decisions for 2024. So just don't focus on like what things that I enjoy. Mm. Also focus on what things that I not enjoy, that I get myself into debt, that I spend money that I shouldn't have spent money on. Look at those things. Like I, I told you the analogy of alligators and kittens. Like, I love that. If you wouldn't bring it up, I was going to bring it up. Yeah, so... Yeah. Like you want to add more, you want to have kittens in your life. You want to have more joy in your life. But if you have these alligators in the room with you, it doesn't matter how many kittens you add, all the alligators are going to get rid of it. So the alligators are the negative things, the things that are bringing you down, the people that are holding you back. You can add as many positive things as you want, but until you get rid of those negatives, 
they're just cute. The alligators are going to continue to eat those kittens. Like, oh, that's that's right. how many kittens do you think it would take to take on an alligator? I mean, maybe not kittens, maybe full cats. Full cat. I don't know. I have a cat, and she is useless. So <laughs> I, don't, I don't. I don't. Most. Most. I mean, it would be the same question. Like, how many people would it take to like fight a human with a knife? Because like a human with like a big knife still might not be able to be an alligator. Probably will not be able to be an alligator. I think it depends if the alligator just ate. Oh, it depends on where they are. Are they outside the water or are they in the True. water? If they're in the water, you're in trouble. Last time I was in, um, where was I? We were in Tulum and we went out to this place to, for dinner. It was like over water mm. um, place. And there was an alligator who would come up every night to the restaurant and like chill and wait for people to drop food. <laughs> it was super cool. Yeah, I have a video of him. Really? Yeah, and like somebody like, please do not feed the alligator. Someone's like, <laughs> and the alligator's like, boom, and ate it. It was super cool to watch. Dang, dang, that's crazy. Yep. Yeah, every time I go to Disney World, I'm like, I'm weary of alligators. Yeah, we've heard some stories that are really sad about yeah, that. Yeah, them, them alligators, man, they spooky. Right, but number one, reflect on your past year, yes. reflect on the wins, reflect on the mistakes. That way we can make sure for number two, we are setting good financial goals. Mm -hmm. So write down clear goals for accountability and focus. So reflect on 2023, say what went right, what went wrong, what do we want to be different yeah. this year? Yeah. And then write down those goals. I mean, you're already setting yourself up better than most people just by reflecting on your past experiences and saying, I didn't like this, I did like this. We're gonna take it another step by then saying, this is what I want for 2024. Yeah. And then writing it down. So when you achieve it, you get to say like, I set out at the beginning of the year to do this and I actually achieved it. Get to celebrate your win and get to see the progress that you're making towards financial independence, financial freedom, towards becoming a healthier, happier you. Absolutely. Number three, we talked about creating a budget. Mm -hmm. It's very important to create a budget, a roadmap to achieve goals, understand income expenses and savings. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, I mean, and so many people, they think of budgets as like constraining, you know, oh, you're, you're, you're putting shackles on me. You're not letting me just spread freely. Let me live my life. Let me live man. my life, man. Come on. <laughs> Why are you holding me back? Why are you holding me back, man? <laughs> yeah. But I think we know that without without the constraints, like yeah. then we're just kind of free floating and, and like then you, everything, every time you spend money, you're like, oh shoot, I shouldn't have done that. Yeah. Cause you don't know, like there, there is no constraints. Yeah. You know, it was funny. We, we've, we recently tried a new way of doing note taking. Mm -hmm. So instead of doing the more bullet points, I decided like, let's go for longer paragraphs. And we just said like, it's going to be less constrained. We can do whatever we yeah. want with it. Freedom. And then we're freedom. <laughs> and we found out like, I kind of like the constraints. Like, yeah. We kind of need the constraints. Cause if not, we're just all over the damn place. And yep. You know, yep. it's the same way with your money. Without those constraints, that little bit of a, of a governor on your car, mm -hmm. that's the thing that keeps you from driving into the wall at 110 miles an hour, right? That's like, true. you need that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, that's 100% true. I mean, if you don't know how much money to spend, basically any money is incorrect. Then. Yeah, and yeah. also, as we support, the budget is also like, how much money is coming in? How much money is going out? Yeah. How much are we allocating yeah. towards investments, savings, our guilt-free spending? And then our like our fixed costs, our, our mortgage, our rents, our utilities, all mm -hmm. those things. Because if you have no idea where you're going, <laughs> it's going to be really difficult to be like, it's okay, I have enough money for my entertainment and for my fun stuff if we don't know if we have enough money to pay for our necessities. Yeah, rent, so. food, yeah. yeah. And I think... You know, this is something I, I wasn't really planning on bringing up, but I recently talked with another with a new client I was thinking about onboarding, and I was noticing like people that are not sophisticated with money, they basically judge how well they're doing based off of their checking account. Mm. So this person was saying like, well, I'm doing really well. Like every month the checking account grows. 
And then I was looking at all the other light items. I was like, yeah, but your credit card balance is also growing and it's outpacing your checking balance because they're only making minimum payments. Yeah. So while their checking account is growing, they're adding in all of this other stuff into their life. So their net worth is dramatically decreasing every month, even though their checking is going up because they're, they weren't saving any money in their savings account or anything else. They were just putting it all into their checkings to make themselves feel better mm -hmm. until we were able to get a full budget and like see the whole picture, yeah. you know, actually detach from the situation and see it from like a 10,000 foot view or be able to be like, oh no, we're in a really, really bad spot. Yeah. And I was only focused on one thing yeah. rather than the whole picture. It's true. It's true. Yeah, you got to take a step back and just have that bird's eye view to see what's actually going on. Mm -hmm. yeah, I think one of the most important things, not just in finance, but in life, is to have a uh, clear vision mm -hmm. and just be able to see things that are happening in real time yep. rather than be like, Wait, you're telling me I can't retire? Yeah. What, what do you mean? What do you mean? I have I have money. Like I've worked I've worked this whole I've worked this whole time. Like yeah. this isn't fair. And yeah. It's like yeah, but you didn't. You, know, yeah. you were focused on the wrong thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the person that saves money every year in their Roth IRA and forgets and never invests it. And mm -hmm. then at the end of their time, they're like, all right, how much money's in there? And it's yeah. the exact same amount they put in because they never did anything with it. Oh, that's a terrible spot to be in. It's happened. Yeah. Next point. Next point. Change your spending habits, number four. So that's what that is. So identify and modify habits that are draining you of your financial discipline. Yeah, simple. Yeah. I mean, we, we also talked about using cash. Yeah, that, that was one of your big ones, yeah. right? Yeah. Make sure you use cash. I did that for a little while too, and I found that I spent like $1,500 less that month that I just used cash. Mm -hmm. um, I, liked, I like using cash. You do? I don't. It's, it's, I, it's I, work. I, I, I like coins, I don't like any of that stuff. I, I could see why you don't like using cash. Like maybe because like as I know you you go into your Excel spreadsheet or your Google spreadsheet sorry and you know you calculate everything so you see like the charges on your bank statement so mm -hmm. it's like you'd have to reconcile that with like receipts and cash and whatnot like I get that but like I don't know it just it feels like I'm playing Monopoly <laughs> yes I love Monopoly playing with the bank's money yeah I love Monopoly I just got a Monopoly uh, for Christmas actually does it have the real one or is it the new one there it's like all the I know they have a new one that has like a credit card that you don't actually actually, oh, actually have to hand out cash I, I do have that one. Uh, but this one is a Costco Monopoly. Oh, is it actually Costco? Like yeah, it's purchase, Costco themed, yeah. You can purchase like Kirkland things or what do you buy? I don't know. I haven't opened it up yet, but it's like a Costco themed board and there's like, I think it's like utilities. They're all like Costco themed. So I don't know. It's Interesting. my, uh, it's my 19th board. What? Yeah. You have 19 Monopoly boards. <laughs> yes. You don't like Monopoly that much. I collect Monopolies. Yeah. Wow. I love you them. like ruining friendships that much. You know, it sucks being an only child because I have no one to play with. I have no one to play with. You just play against yourself? I, dude, I, I've literally played against myself in Monopoly before, yeah. I'm sorry, I'll never play Monopoly with you. I, that's one of those games that, like, growing up when I was with my family, like, I, my parents knew nothing about money, so the way they tried to teach us about money was through Monopoly, yeah. which is not a good way to learn it's capitalism. It's really funny. Um, but it just become, like, by, like, you know, you're, like, three hours in, you're like, I hate Every one of you. <laughs> Dude, it's great. You know, honestly, I think it's it's part of where I learned business and, like, money and, like, the psychology of it and everything. It's like, well, I don't want to just go around life just only collecting when I go on go. I want to hit – I want to get the properties. <laughs> I get the properties on the corner. I want the four, I want the four railroads. Yeah, you're going to get the four railroads. It's better return on investment. It's like the waterworks, the electric company. Get rid of those. I don't, I don't want those. Don't need those. You ever like, seen the office? No, I, I was never big on The Office. There's a scene where they're talking about it, and there's a guy named Creed Bratton. He's like the weird. He's like the weird. Like mm -hmm. I don't know what he does. He's kind of like a criminal, and he's like <laughs> in The okay. Office. Yeah. And um, 
they're talking about Monopoly and Creed's like, life isn't like Monopoly, man. He's like, they don't, you just don't walk around and they just hand out free get out of, get out of jail free cards. It's like, those things cost millions. <laughs> oh gosh, that's funny. But yeah, changing your money habits. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so just identify what things are going wrong in your life. And I think another big thing for money habits is focusing on like, what are your spending triggers? You know, I noticed for, for like my wife or, and for myself when I was growing up, when people were feeling sad or like anxious, like I want to spend money to make me happy. So no, if you know that's your trigger, like be mindful of it. Like, oh, I'm starting to feel sad or starting to feel like not great about these things. I need to be cautious and make sure I'm not spending money that I don't have. Because if you do that too often, it becomes a positive feedback loop where you feel bad. So you spend money to, to feel, better, feel better, but then you feel bad that you spend money so you still spend more money to feel better. And then now we're just kind of in this perpetual sad cycle yeah. of spending and feeling bad about yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's where the budget kind of comes in too. Like it all, these all work together. Yeah. Synonymously, really. Yeah. We thought this through a little bit. <laughs> just a little bit. Like just like, you know, only dedicated like our lives to yeah, it. A little bit. Yeah, just like a little bit. Number five. <laughs> Number five. Automate your finances. You know, with technology, we're actually able to build wealth pretty effortlessly and get our dumb, dumb brains out of it. We can just basically set it and forget it one time. You put a little bit of work up front, say, I want this money to go to these accounts, these investments, these whatever. And then let the system do what the system does and get the hell out of the way of it. There you go. Simple as that. Yeah, I mean... uh... Human interference is one of the great <laughs> errors of our of our ways. Usually, mm-hmm. you know, we usually just get in the way of ourself and self sabotage mm-hmm. all the time, all the time. Not just with finance, but you know, choosing the wrong foods to eat, the wrong friends to hang out with, and just not being smart with yourself. Yeah, I noticed this when I was starting my investment journey. You know, when I was, I heard about dollar cost averaging, and now I like. Yeah. Tell everyone to do that. But I remember yeah. like thinking when I was doing that, I'll do it myself and I'll know when a dollar cost average. Mm-hmm. And I would have the money and I'd be like, I'm not gonna do- I'm not gonna put the money in right now because right now the market's scary. Yeah. And like I'm just gonna wait and when it gets better, then I'm gonna invest. But then the market goes up another twenty percent, another thirty percent. And looking in hindsight, you're like, shoot, I should have invested back then. Cause when things actually do go wrong and like there's perpetual blood in the street and the market is down, mm-hmm. you're not gonna have the wherewithal to be like, now's a good time to invest. Yeah. Now now is the time I've been waiting for. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's 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 too difficult. So if you get your brain out of it, get your emotions out of it, just work off of what did what did Charlie Munger said? He said, What is the key to his success? One word, rational. Yeah. Just be rational. Our computer programs, they're rational. They're just gonna do what you told them to do. Yep. No matter what's going on. Yep. It's true. It's true. Yeah, automating your finances is huge. Yeah. It's huge. And like you were saying on the pod, you can even go if you have like a W two job and go to HR and have them automated to go to certain accounts, mm-hmm. like certain percentages go to certain accounts. Yeah, certain mm-hmm. bank accounts, and then you know their 401k is amazing. You can always go ahead and maybe a big thing you can do this year would just be saying, I wanna increase my um, my contribution from 3% to 4% to 5% to whatever it is, increase it by one or two percentage points. You're probably not gonna really feel it, yeah. but it, your retirement self is gonna really look back and be like, thank you so much yep. for that. It's true, it's true. Number six? Yep, number six, wanna go with that one? Sure, pay fast, buy slow. Uh, adopt this rule to avoid late fees and impulse purchases. Yep. So again, between stimulus and response, there is a gap. So as we're looking to maybe buy something or make a purchase, I know that there might be something saying like, oh, if you get this, you're finally going to be happy. You know, yeah, you, yeah, yeah. You, you purchase this thing and like you're, you're joyful, um, but just separate that. So what I do for, for like Amazon is I have an Amazon three-day rule. If you want something on Amazon, put it in the cart. If you want it three days later, go for it. You know, same thing if, you, if you're if you at Target and you see that nice thing that you really, really need. 
Ask, just ask yourself, do I really need this? If I really need this, I'll come back and I'll get it. Yeah. And I'm sure you'll notice that without that, you're going to be okay. If this is the same reason that like I don't keep a lot of sweets and stuff in my house. Or chips or anything like that because I will destroy a bag of chips. So if I want to have chips, I tell myself, all right, you want chips? You have to go to the store and get it. And then I never go and get chips because yeah. there's no way in heck I'm going to drive to the store it's to get too a bag of chips. But if you really wanted the chips, you go get them. I can go get them. Yeah, of course I can go get them. Oh, you get a family size bag? No, no, because I'm going to eat the whole bag. <laughs> Just destroy. Yeah, I'd be wrecked. <laughs> yeah, but, but pay fast, buy slow. Also, we want to make sure that we're... You know, making sure that we're we're spending money wisely. That's the part of the the paying fast, yep. the buying slowly. Definitely, definitely. Number seven. Yep. Consolidate your debts. So maybe explore some ways to seek out advice from maybe a financial advisor, um, a counselor, or something like that of how we can either consolidate our debt if we have a lot, or how can we just pay off our debts in a better system. Yes. We I'm a very big proponent of the debt snowball, the debt avalanche, or the hybrid method. Okay. So just as a quick recap. The debt snowball method says we're going to take out the smallest balances first. Uh-huh. Debt or um, the avalanche is we're going to take out the highest interest rates first. The hybrid method is a mix of both. So maybe you want to start with a couple of the smallest accounts, then go to the highest interest. Yep, yep. I like that one. Yep, I like that one. Uh, another one is pay off your credit cards. Pay off your credit cards. Once yeah. we finally do pay off that debt, and please remember that paying off debt. I know we've just glossed over it as if it's quick. It's okay if it takes a really long time. It could take years. It could take years. It could take a very long time. But I think so many people say, like, I'm so deep in this hole that why even try? But if you're digging a hole Uh and you say, I need to get out of this hole, are you going to just keep on digging till you get to China? No. You're going to stop digging and start trying to figure out a way. So if you're already in debt, stop digging the hole deeper. Stop making it worse for you. Because at some point, you're going to have to come to terms with that. Yeah. And why not come to terms with it on a better foot than waiting for it to all go to hell in a handbag? So make a commitment that once you finally pay off your debt, that you're going to pay your credit cards in full every single month. Use your credit card as if, as if it's a debit card. Don't take out unnecessary debt to purchase things that aren't assets. Yeah. I would or even say you shouldn't even purchase non you shouldn't even purchase assets with debt. No. With the exception of like maybe a home. Yeah, like a yeah. home or like an investment property or something like yeah. that. But um yeah, and also number nine, talk finance with others. Mm-hmm. I think really surrounding yourself with people who are like minded in finance and who wanna who really have a growth mindset. <clears throat> Not necessarily, you know, surround yourself with people who are in the same bad situation as you. Yeah. But surround yourself with people who want to get better, who want to improve. You know those people and you know the opposite of those people, the negative people, the people that are just like, they, they don't have any hope. Yep. And that's really sad. And it's important to, like we talked about with the kittens and the alligators, you got to sometimes, you really should, cut the alligators. Yeah. You got to get them out of there. Um, and sticking with people that support you on your journey to financially freedom, financial freedom and becoming Phi is, it's key. I, you know, I, I think it's, I think it's, I think it's not really talked about a lot, mm-hmm. but I think it's really important because one thing that I've seen <clears throat> in people's lives, um, family members' lives, I'll say, is you'll have one person that's really successful. Mm-hmm. Like they made it. They retired 50, you know, plenty of income. They don't have to worry about money ever again. But that person's friends didn't. Yeah. So their friends who, they, they, oh, hey, I want to go play golf. I can't, I'm working, yeah. you know, Hey, I want to, let's go on a vacation. I can't, I'm working, you know, and it's, it's unfortunate. <clears throat> you don't want to leave your friends behind. 
And life is more fun with friends, so bring them along. Inspire them. Inspire them and be a good role model for them on how you can change your life. Yeah, you are the aggregate of the five people you you, t- you spend the most time with, and I think it's important like to bring your friends along, yeah. but then also to search for new friends who push you. Yes, I think yes. so many people they focus they want they want their ego to be satisfied, so they try to find people that are below them, like on on the hierarchy level, people that they feel smarter than, people that are more financially well off than, so that when they look at their friends, they can be like, at least I'm not as bad as John over there. <laughs> yeah, um, but. If you surround yourself with people that when you're in the room with them, you feel like the dumbest person in the room, mm-hmm. that's really going to propel you because you're going to see what successes these people have. What are they doing that's different than me? You know, and you're you're going to see that, oh, there's different ways to, to play this game. Yeah. And these people have figured out things that I haven't learned. And it's just, it's just so much fun when you start to look at it that way rather than I need to be better than everyone else. Get your ego out of it. Yeah. Your ego is not going to help you achieve financial independence, achieve happiness, achieve joy. You need to really learn to own dominion over that. Yeah, 100%. No, 100%. I think you're spot on with that. I think you're very spot on with that. Should we get to the next point? Yeah. So <laughs> again, to kind of move into the same thing, financial literacy. So it's very important that we're practicing ways to enhance our understandings of finances. So if you're listening to this podcast, you're already doing that. So congratulations. But don't just listen to what we have to say. Also, you need to take action on what we say. So that's why we're so big on action steps. And I don't remember if last on Mondays if I talked about the action step. So I'll have to do that on this one. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. We'll have to re- run it back. We'll have to run it back. Run it back. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's always important that we that we continue to grow. So start reading books. I'm I'm a big proponent of audio books and and podcasts. Yeah. Um, if you like to physically read books, that's totally fine. I have dyslexia, so like it's not a great way for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but also I can like work out, I can walk, I can yeah. do chores and bring in, take in passively information. But then beyond just passively taking the information, I'm always looking like what one thing can I take from this audiobook, from this podcast and implement to my life right now? Yeah, definitely. I think everybody learns a little bit differently. I know you learn better audibly. Uh, some people learn better visually and other people learn better by doing it. For me, I, I learn best when you know, you're right next to me and we're both just doing it together. Mm-hmm. That way I can just go through the steps and like figure it out. Uh, personally, that's what I like chat GPT for, <clears throat> where I'd be like, I have a problem uh, and it's super complex, it's mm-hmm. super niche. I don't, have, I don't know how to do X, Y, Z. Can you walk me through each step? Yeah. And it'll just walk me right through it. And I really, I like that. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, did we, uh, did we talk about step 11 yet? No, I mean, you want to get to those bonus tips? Yeah, let's get to the let's get to the bonus tips. Yeah, so, um, so number eleven is yeah. make sure you take care of your mental health. Yeah. Um, right now in January, we just made it through December, and unfortunately, like this is one of the saddest times of the years for most people. So January is most of the time where people are going to like com- combat the blues, you know, and, and really go into that melancholy. So it's really important that we prioritize our health. And I, I kind of want to stick with this a little bit longer than we did on the last one. Okay, you know, there, there's. So many different ways to to make sure that you're filling up your cup, and I think during the holiday season we're we're constantly like we're, we're pouring out our cup, we're trying to give to other people, but you really need to make sure that you're taking care of yourself first and foremost. Because if you don't take care of yourself, you can't take care of other people. You just can't. Maybe for a short term you can, but it's really going to burn you out. So there are so many free resources out there. You know, BetterHelp I know is a good one that um, I've had people use. I have a, I have a therapist like on the deal like straight up like mm-hmm. I need that yeah um for me I also like kind of look at it as like coaching like yeah it's good yeah. to be able to talk to somebody 100 percent 
you know, 100%. and if you, if you need to, if you don't have those resources, a thing that I've done and I still do actually, um, kind of in a new format is, um, when you're walking around, just pull out your phone and just talk to yourself. Like that's a, so, that's a great one. Like just talk to yourself, like, like talk through, talk through your issues. Cause if you're working in your head, you'll notice that you kind of, as things get tough, you stop talk, you stop thinking about it. Yeah. But if you're talking, you, there's a, just a different way that's happening. So you just can't like change you can't just change really fast. Mm -hmm. You can't pivot. You're not giving yourself the outs that mentally you get to give yourself when you're actually speaking it through. Yeah. Um, yeah. I love that. I really love that. Yeah. Part of um, one of the best ways for me, because I sometimes when I'll have an idea, I don't like to type really fast. I can't really type really fast. So I'll just turn on my video on my phone for like a video <clears throat> and I'll just walk around in my room and just talk about an idea and just go through the motions and just just be there. And I found that uh, that really helps me for ideas. But also when I have a problem, uh, for me personally, it helps to just turn off my phone. Not turn off, but just like shut my phone off, put it, put it away, and just think about the problem. I think oftentimes we immediately look for help, whether that's like on Google or TikTok or online or whatever. And I think we neglect the most powerful muscle, and, and that's the mind. Mm -hmm. And just... It's interesting, last night it was like, I was going to bed and I had a problem with something and I just, I just sat there and I thought about it and I broke every part of it down and by the end of it, it was just like, I had taken apart this whole like machine of a problem and put it back together and fixed it and solved it. And it was, it was nice to know that it's like, hmm, I had a really powerful uh, problem solver up there. I should probably start using that more often. But yeah. But yeah. And there's so many different ways. Like I think a lot of melancholy and these sadness comes from like having this big goal, this big issue and you don't know how to break it down. So mm -hmm. if you break it down to some parts, like you said, like taking apart an engine, you can find what the problem is. And I like to write things down and actually having a plan to, to deal with it will yeah. oftentimes alleviate all of that stress. Um, going back to the walking thing that I do where I'll walk mm -hmm. and talk, there's a type of therapy. It's called EMDR therapy. It's um, eye movement desensitization desensitization and reprocessing. Okay. So what they find is that as you're, when you're trying to like talk through things, if mm -hmm. you're, they, they'll have like different stimulations to both use your right and left side of your brain. But what I find is when I walk, since you're already walking and your eyes are already making that pattern because you're looking at the horizon left and right already, mm -hmm. if you do that and you talk, I find it's one of the best ways for me to get rid of like whatever head trash I have, mm -hmm. get it out, and then I can finally focus on what I need to focus on because when you are stuck in that muck, it feels really difficult. I've been there where you feel like you can't get out of bed, like nothing is, is worth it. But unfortunately, you need to take care of yourself, prioritize and execute. You need to start. Like you need to get out. You need to get after it a yeah. little bit. And then you'll start to see that that flywheel starts, starts turning. But at first, it is really, really hard. I've been there. Yeah. Yeah. Simple as that. All right. And then um, let's go on to number 13. Or number 12, sorry. 12, so weekly action steps. So every week, like we said, you got to take action. So be here with us on the Five Guys because we're always going to give you an action step of the week, something you can add to your life. Just become 1% better. Yeah. You know, 1% better a week times 52. That's 52% better a year. Like, yeah. That's pretty darn good. It's really freaking good. And if you do that every single day, I mean, imagine where you're going to be in 10 years. It's going to be... It's going to be crazy. Actually, I should talk about the action steps. Yeah, I was just going to While say. While we're here, I forgot to mention last week. So the action step for last week was implement action steps number one and two. Okay. So number one was reflect on 2023, and number two was set your goals for 2024. Yeah. And then after that, after you do that, that's your like day one. And the rest of the week, I wanted you to work through 
the rest of the things. But obviously, like setting a budget, you know, financial literacy, all those things take time. But steps one and two can be done, you know, in an hour. Yeah. If you really want to sit there and reflect, <clears throat> if you have a partner, reflect with them, see what wins did we have, what losses did we have, and um, and work to make sure that you have a clear vision together or by yourself if you're alone for how we're going to make 2024 the best year financially for ourselves, fitness-wise, family-wise, whatever is most important to you. Mm, absolutely. And for me, when uh, writing my goals, one thing that I found that worked, one thing I found that didn't work last year is I had my goals, like I have a, a digital journal, and my goals, I had my goals, like five-year, year, monthly, and weekly, but you had to click on them to show them. Oh. So that's... It's not ideal. I think for me, what I'm trying this year uh, on my, I rewrote some of my like journal to where my, so right now I have like my life goals. Uh, let's see, I'm still setting it up, but basically it's like right when I open up my journal, it's the first thing that I see. So that my goals aren't just hidden somewhere. You know, it's like, what's your goal this year? It's like, well, let me look it up. <laughs> it's like, no, you should know. You know, it's like when you go out to play basketball, you know the goal. It's to put the ball in the hoop. Mm -hmm. You know, that's how you score. That's how you win. But if you don't know how to score, then you're not going to know how to win. So for me, having your goals in your face on a daily reminding you, it's like, this is what we're working towards. This is who we are. And this is what we're shooting for. And I think that is super important because they can't just be hidden in a drawer, in a box, in a desk, somewhere on your house. What I normally do is I normally don't put my goals like I don't really I don't really set like no I know I really, I'm not a really big person you're on just, that you're more improvement and that's, yeah, and that's more same. improvement and that's same but if you are a person that does goals what I used to do when I was like kind of in that in that still like every every year like we used to get a little bit better um, I would actually write them down physically like mm -hmm. physically write it yep. down because when it's digital I find that people can like they can delete them they can yeah. edit them they can do things but when it's physically written down then you're gonna have to see that in your own handwriting yeah and you're kind of like. Not a big guy in like manifestation, but like okay. you're kind of manifesting into the world. Like I will do this, and then your brain starts working on how can we make sure we accomplish this. Definitely, no, hundred <clears throat> percent. Yeah, I think it's um, no one person's the same, and you just got to find what works for you. Mm -hmm. So um, yeah, is that was that all of our? Yeah, that, that was the the ten plus our three bucks. Oh wait, no, no, we didn't talk. We talked. We didn't talk. About side hustles. Number thirteen. Yep, side hustle. Number thirteen, side hustles. Side hustles are a great way to explore endless options for extra income, and it's a fun way to stimulate your brain. If you're like you know we talked about off the pod, uh, back when you had your more of your traditional nine to five, you were getting a little bit bored with it, and mm -hmm. you needed something to test your mind, test your wits, test your ability to succeed. That's how you got into jujitsu, mm -hmm. and I think uh, from a business standpoint, starting a side hustle is a great way to just challenge yourself. Yeah. And it's, it's so much fun to like start a side hustle. I mean, something I've started recently, I'm not really even trying to make money off it, but I started jujitsu coaching and that was more of a passion. Um, but it's kind of fun where you pursue your passions. You don't really know which passions can become a side hustle. Mm -hmm. So just look for ways to monetize things. But even if you don't want to be like monetizing your, your, your passions, cause sometimes that can take a little bit of a joy from it. Mm -hmm. You can always start like, do dog walking, do Rover, do Uber, do whatever you want, but just do something that you can stay committed to even if someone wasn't paying you to do it, right? Yeah. Bingo. Bingo. I think with that being said, it's Five Friday feedback time. It is time, and this was is a doozy. You even sent this one to me earlier in the week because you're like, Chris, <laughs> yeah. you need to you need to reach out to this guy and yeah. get on this. This one, this one is a, a big one. This is a big one. This is we can make a whole pot out of this one, I swear. Well, we got a we we got some time on the SD card, so mm -hmm. let's get into it. Um, 
You know, I don't really, I'm not going to be taking notes on this one too much because yeah. uh, you're going to see here. So, yeah, so we get into it. All righty. <clears throat> Five Friday feedback, viewer mailbag. Welcome to this segment of our podcast of our week, which I'm really excited for. So it is a letter. It is from a wonderful person, one of our viewers. <laughs> Uh, how I went from 10K a day to zero, now living check to check. Hmm, interesting. Howdy, five guys. Two years ago, I was pulling in 10K a day. That's $10,000 a day. Damn. Rocking in a sweet 20 to 30% profit margin, all from my bedroom. Fast forward to today, I'm grinding the nine to five, living paycheck to paycheck, struggling to pay the bills. Before I start, I want to say that I'm not really sure what the point of writing you is. Uh, I guess it can be looked on as a cautionary tale or something interesting for the viewers. Uh, maybe you guys will have similar stories to tell, but we'll see. I know that Dominic said that he was looking into dropshipping at one point, so maybe he can learn from me. Uh, I'm not really asking for advice necessarily, but I'm open to hearing any honest feedback after telling my story. I'll try to keep it. Okay. So late 2019, early 2020, before the pandemic, I was working in sales at a high-ish end dealership. Brutal hours, but fun and challenging. Although the colleagues' uh, sales tactics were a bit morally <laughs> questionable at times, I was still making about five to six K a month. Nice. Good, good living. Good, good living. living. For sure. <clears throat> One day I sold a car that had a bonus on it combined with my hourly uh, and made about $400 that day. That's, that's pretty good. That's cool. I like that. I, I'm down for that. At this point, uh, this was the most money I'd ever made in one day, and I was hyped. I get home that day excitedly to tell my 19-year-old buddy about how I need $400, which I spent the 11 to 12 hours at the dealership working hard to get. He goes, that's cool. I just made $1,200 today, and I was cruising around in my Mustang all day. Oof. Uh... <laughs> He said he was drop shipping jewelry on Instagram and Facebook, and it was about 100, 1K profit for the day for about an hour of work at most. Wow, dang. At this moment, I have a epiphany, and I say to myself, what the heck am I doing? I begin researching drop shipping and getting into mentorship with my buddy. After about a month or two of trying three or four products, I spent about $1,000 on ads, and nothing is hitting. Uh, COVID ended up hitting the world. A week or two before COVID hit, though, I had launched my fourth attempt at drop shipping a product. Finally, a sale. Nice. Okay. Very awesome. It must be so nice when that first sale hits. And what, one thing I just noticed there is that he didn't even talk about his first three. That means that he failed three times and yeah. continued going. So that's I, awesome. I love the persistence. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Uh, first week. Uh, first week, I'm doing under five sales a day and either barely breaking even or making about twenty to tw $10 to $20 profit. Okay. Pandemic hits full swing early March of 2020. Unfortunately, the car dealership lays everyone off, including me, and now I am jobless. Two weeks after being laid off, my boss called me and says, he wants me back. <laughs> he wants me back. You must have been a good employee. Yeah. My store is doing about $40 to $50 a day in profit at this point, his dropshipping store. Mm -hmm. uh, I see the potential future in this, so I make a tough decision to tell my boss no and to focus on my store. Deuces. Gooses. <laughs> I'll see you later. Over the next six months, though, uh, over the next six months, though, the end of 2020 and into 2021, the store grows massively. At its peak, I'm doing about $10,000 a day in revenue 
which is about $2,500 profit, I'm feeling rich and I finally feel like I made it. That's, that's, that's crazy. Dude, $25,000 $25 a, a day in profit? Dude, I can't spend $2,500 on snacks in a month. That's crazy. <laughs> I probably don't spend $2,500 on like snacks in a year. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Well, I mean, I'm not talking about like food. I'm talking about like, you know, stupid snacks that I shouldn't be eating. Oh, I, I hope chips. not. I yeah. hope not. Yeah. I hope not. That's awesome. Damn. A day's worth of work for a year's worth of snacks. I know, right? I'm thinking food. You know me. Keep in mind, though, this whole process, I did very little maintenance work. For the first ad creative, which is basically like an ad, basically, I launched. Uh, it was pieced together from other companies' ads who sold the same product. Is that okay to do? There's nothing against it. It's morally questionable. Okay, cool. It's morally questionable. That's fine. Um, it's basically just ripping someone else's video. Okay. And using it as your own. It's not, it's not great. Okay. It's not great. It's not illegal, but it's not great. Morally questionable. <laughs> uh, but it's, it's very common. I would oh, say that's okay. very common. Uh, let's see. Where are we at? Uh, thank you. Probably did my first 5 to 10K in sales off this ad. Really good. Then filmed my own. Smart. Uh, milked the second ad for a couple a couple hundred thousand dollars. Nice. And only after that ad died, I made a third ad creative, which I milked for another few hundred K in sales. Right? And remember the 20, 30, you know, margin. Yeah. Profit margin. My strategy was extremely simple to scale. Just launched a video creative uh, and made a CBO with 10 different interests, uh, keeping... An increase in a budget, so, okay, let's see, keeping, increasing the budget, sorry, increasing the budget if it's profitable, right? So basically with the CBO is, uh, it's basically spending the money only on the ads that are profitable. Okay. So, so, you, so a lot of stores so will he's run. So re, he's reinvesting, his, he's reinvesting only into his, his most profitable yes. um, dropshipping thingies. So, yeah, so for a lot of like dropshipping or marketing things, They'll run multiple ads, uh, especially like in the beginning. You're going to want to test to see which ads perform better okay. and which offers perform better. So it might be like buy one, get one free, buy two, get one free, 30% off, 40% off. See which one tests better and gets better feedback. And same with like the video and whatnot. Um, so that's kind of like what he's talking about. Okay, because I see right here. It says, at one point, I was spending between four and $5,000 a day on ads. Yes. But who's making $10,000 in profit. So. Yes. Okay, I understand. Yes. So... Um, well, ten thousand, yeah, ten thousand in revenue. In revenue, which, yeah, in which revenue. produced the, yeah, the, okay. yeah. So yeah, spending money on ads is it can be a lot depending on the platform, depending on the season. And then he also so the other money was coming from him purchasing the product to ship. Um, or do we know where that? No, no. So so the money. So basically, how it would work for dropshipping is uh, when you get an order, the order is automatically placed, and you're kind of like the middleman. Mm -hmm. So I'm not taking any inventory. I'm just uh, providing like. I'm bringing this product to you, basically. Okay. So I'm not spending any upfront costs. So thankfully, he doesn't have any upfront costs uh, on this. This is why it's like so popular to dropship because there's not a lot of uh, risk involved. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, getting back to the story, early to mid 2021, the revenue started dwindling, uh, but I had more money than I had ever had. At my peak, I was sitting at about sixty to seventy thousand dollars liquid cash in my bank account. Still running ads off the same video creative I filmed months ago and steadily bringing in a couple hundred bucks per day. As far as a side hustle, a couple hundred bucks a day, awesome. Yeah. Awesome. In terms of a side hustle, $2,500 a day. <laughs> yes. a day. That's very That's solid. awesome. That's yeah. very solid. 
Uh, let's see. Uh, mid to late 2021, the creative wasn't as profitable anymore and money stopped coming in. I start focusing on other things like getting my first apartment, getting a new girlfriend, new hobbies, etc. Also, I had to pay a hefty tax bill. <laughs> yep. We did a whole pot on that. Uh, while I had money, I was living lavishly, buying stuff on whim, bought a new PC, eating out, wasting money in general, since it seemed so easy to make money. It seems that my thought process was basically making all this money was so easy, so I'll just relax and enjoy the money. I've made so far, you know, might as well. And when it runs low, I'll start a new product and I'll be fine. Fast forward to early 2022. I look up one day and it's been eight months since I've made a single dollar running ads. And all of a sudden, I'm down to $8,000 in my bank account, which is basically two to three months worth of expenses at most. And in his words, I'm effed. I'm effed. Yeah, but they, he did not write effed. He didn't write that. No, he didn't write that. He didn't write that. Money runs out. Even if I want to start a new store, I don't have excess money at the moment. And I'm literally scrapping by just to pay bills with odd jobs. Mid to late 2022, I got the job I'm currently at, 75000 a year. Solid. Uh, depend on, you know, your costs of, you know, your living expenses and whatnot. But... Um, at which it pays my bills and leaves me with a little bit of extra money every month, but not too much money. All right. Today in 2023, or I guess when he was writing this, 2023, uh, finally established, I finally established enough at this job to have a little bit of extra money uh, each month to not desperately worry about bills and have a little bit extra to invest. That's super important. Currently looking to restart my entrepreneurial journey and things, and do things better this time around. That's my story. Thank you very much. From riding high, then counting the lows, please learn from me before the money goes. I love the riddles. I do. So I love yeah. the riddles. So you actually wrote back to him. Yeah, yeah. You, yeah. you brought me this and I was like, bro. So I, re yeah. I reach out to him and like this guy... He's super, super freaking cool. That's sick. Yeah, so I talked to him. Um, yeah. well, first, we talked through email. Then we actually got on the phone together. Love that. But um, he sent me back a message. Okay. Um, so he, I'm really not going to give any advice here. Like this, he was very introspective. He was able to look at himself. And mm -hmm. he, he wrote me back. So I'm going to read you what he wrote me back, um, things that he wanted me to share with the listeners here. Um, so after hearing that story, uh, he said, some questions that may arise after reading my previous message why didn't you just continue to make new videos or ads or start another store when money started getting low mm -hmm. or even while you were still successful? Yeah. Like, why did you wait? Yeah. So he said, that's a good question. I, I really don't know. Maybe laziness, maybe procrastination, maybe a false sense of security. Anytime I got that, negative, that nagging feeling um, to maintain my store or to do work, I just get, I see a random $800 or whatever hit my account that day and I'd be like, eh. I can get to it later. There's nothing to worry about. Money's still coming in. Mm -hmm. Even to this day, he still, or he says, I still struggle with that. At this point, it's been over two years. I've tried launching a few new stores, but they failed and were few and far between. I still feel like I put real effort in. And if I, if I put real effort in, I could be back to making money like I was before within a few months. I will say that I don't think my success was just a fluke. I pay great attention to detail and it wasn't an accident. I deliberately studied 
how to make the perfect website, how to create the perfect video, um, customer service, fulfillment, sales funnel, etc., and understand why the success happened and how it happened. The main problem I seem to have right now is just procrastination. Um, the devil on my shoulder is convincing me not to take action when I know that action is necessary. Maybe it's too strong of a things will be all right if, if I work and they'll work themselves out mentality, which can be useful in some aspects of life, but maybe detrimental for someone like me who wants to persist as an entrepreneurial mindsetted person. Mm-hmm. And then he gave us his key takeaway. So here are some key takeaways for your listeners. Number one. Don't be lazy. Yep. Number two, manage or money management is important. Yes. Number three, don't forget to set aside money for taxes. Yes. <laughs> Number four, just because you struck gold once doesn't mean anything unless you can do it repeatedly. Yeah. And number five, be consistent and don't get comfortable once you start seeing success. That last one is very good. All of them great. Be consistent and don't get comfortable once you start seeing success. I think that one... It, it, I mean, all of these are, you know, they're not just business, but it's life. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, I'm not really not going to add much more to that. No. Like he's, he's already been very concise, but you know, thank you so much for sharing. Thank you so much for talking with me. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I know you can get after it. We, we talked about this on the phone too, but, yeah. you know, it might be worth kind of looking into therapy because it does sound like you are, you're still struggling with it. I mean, I've talked to him. So it sounds like he's still struggling with it and he knows that he has to get over the hump, but I, it's really tough when you're in it, right? And you're, it's tough. You're, you're yeah. in it and like you've. You've already failed and he, he's tried again. He, he told me mm-hmm. he's tried again, but he just can't get past that. Mm-hmm. So when you're really stuck and like you, you can't help yourself, so it's okay to reach out for help yeah. to help you get through that muck. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's, such a, it's a really cautionary tale, I think, of you know, just because you find success, it does, doesn't mean it's every time to let off the gas tank, especially if, if, you, if you are going like, to let off the gas tank, you need to make sure that you set yourself up by saving money. One thing that he was very... Very, he told us, like, manage your money better because that way when things did stop, yeah. had he not been spending his money lavishly because he was telling me he was buying, like, he was buying stuff. Yeah, um, new PC, all this. You know, he was making, yeah. like, $100,000, like, quick, and he and it was going quick. Okay. So it doesn't matter how much money you're making. You could be making a million dollars a year, but if you're spending $2 million a year, you're still running in the black. You're yep. still running in the red. Yep. So you have to always be cautious of that. doesn't matter how much money you're making. If you're spending more, you can be rich but not wealthy. Yeah. So it's very important. There's a big difference. Yeah, big difference. There's a big difference. Yeah. I think um, if you can do it once, you can do it twice. Oh, yeah. I know he can do it. He's he gonna, can do it. He's, he's going to be it. successful. It's just he has to get through that. What, yeah. What, whatever, whatever, mental, yeah. whatever mental stuff, it's, it's taken up on him. Yep. A real, I, I've been there. Yeah. I know what it's like. 100%. You know, and I think the key thing is that one thing that he already knows and you know and I know is, is <clears throat> a true entrepreneur never quits. He never quits. He never gives up. And I can tell that this guy is coming back. Yeah. He's coming back. He's getting back in the fight. He will. And what I would say is like when, when you're stuck, like I've been in that point where like you feel like you're under the covers and like you don't want to get up. You don't want to face it. You don't want to do anything. Yeah. And I know the biggest thing for me was, and this is why I kind of harp on like never lie to yourself. Like be committed to what you say you're going to do. So like some days, like, and it's really sad to say this, but like there were days where it was like my goal is to get out of bed today and like take my dog for a walk. Yeah. Like my dogs were like my thing that got me through a lot of this because like, I knew that no matter how I was feeling, I needed to take care of them. So it could be something like that. And like just stay committed to that and getting those small wins, small wins day after day. That's what's going to get you to be able to 
hopefully get through this hump that you're in. And maybe that plus a little bit of therapy will get you through it faster. Because yeah. I know you can get there without, without therapy. You can do it. Anyone can do things without therapy or without any intervention. But you'll get through it a lot faster with someone there to help you. Yeah, it's true. It's very true. With so, that being said. Thanks so much for sharing. Thank you for sharing. Big hugs from Arizona. Big hugs. Yeah, big hugs from Arizona. Big high fives. We're excited. To, we can't, I can't wait for the comeback. Oh, yeah, man. He'll, I'm sure. I, yeah. I, think, I think he'll write back and let us know what's going on. In Heck the future, yeah. And I'm Heck looking yeah. forward to it. Dude, I love that. With that being said. Win of the week. Win of the week. W-O-T-W. Win of the week. <laughs> what, is that, what does that come out to? W-Y. What is that? Is, that? is that something we can just like start saying? W-O. We call it wow. What? Win of the week. It's where we share our little win of the week. You know, it can't be all just business and story. Although I do love. I like story time. I do love business and story time. It's my, my favorite part of the week. But what's your win of the week? My win of the week. And this, ha- this actually officially went out a few weeks ago. I was ready to talk about it. I actually started a new channel. Um, and we're going pretty strong. I think we're on day like 15 or something of it. Um, so I talk all about doing the cold plunge and everything like that. And man, I'll tell you, it's, it's hard to do the cold plunge every day. Like, yeah. especially, like I wake up, like first off, wake up at four sucks. Like it always sucks. It never gets easier. Yeah. But doing the cold plunge, like the first thing in the morning is like just awful. Mm-hmm. Um, so I knew that I had to like make a better way to commit to it than just like saying I'm going to do it. Yeah. So I kind of took inspiration from you and like your vlogs and stuff. And, um, I went ahead and I set up a camera in my little garage and, yeah. I turned that bad boy on and every day now I have been going into the cold plunge, um, getting in there and then just basically giving my thoughts on things that I've seen in the day previous or things that whatever's kind of interesting me. Yeah. Um, so not very great quality. I mean, it's really just me like in a bathtub, um, like <laughs> yeah. freezing, freezing, freezing my butt off. Yeah. Um, but I'm just there and I'm just kind of talking through things. Um, you know, it's really kind of like therapy for me, honestly, just to kind of sit there and, and talk to the viewer and, and go through that. But it's really funny because I'll have these thoughts of like, oh, these are the things I want to talk about. And the moment you go into the water, everything goes away. And like, <laughs> yeah. you are just raw. Like you're just, yeah. you were just speaking. Yeah. Um, so sometimes it's funny. I don't watch my videos back cause like it's too like, it's, it's, weird. it's, it's tough. It's yeah. hard. It's tough I, to watch I, your own same, videos back. Yeah. Um, but yeah, maybe one day I'll be able to watch them back and be like, mm-hmm. you know, that was a good point because mm-hmm. what I'm saying in there, it's real. Like it's just, mm-hmm. it's really me. So, uh, channel is Chris underscore Monzon. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're at Chris underscore Monzon. Um, the, cha- the challenge, it's called the 4 at 40 challenge. So four minutes at 4 a.m. in 40 degrees of water. And then I'm basically sitting there and talking through it. And the talking is helpful because it helps me breathe. So you're not yeah. just like yep. holding yep. your breath through four minutes. Yeah, and gets you out of your mind. Too. It does. Because I know like when you're in that cold, you're like, oh, I want to get out. I- am I dying? Am I-, yeah. am I actively dying right now? It's like, no, no, no. We're talking about gratitude right now. We're talking about meditation. We're talking about things that are on my mind right now. So, and I know as someone who consumes a lot of the stuff that I really love, you know, stoicism, you know, just a bunch of these amazing sources, it's interesting to see like where your mind's at and what's going through it. And I think that's really awesome. Yeah. So yeah, please, uh, if you guys like to subscribe, you get to a little bit more of me um, if you don't mind that. So yeah, Chris underscore Monzon. Um, and yeah, I'll just keep on posting those as long as I as long as I can. But it's a really good way to stay committed to the path of you know, embracing the suck and hopefully maybe inspire some people to, to go and do hard things. And it keeps me accountable. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I love it. I love it. My win of the week. It's been almost two weeks into the new year. Goals are going strong. Habits are going strong. And uh, no bad things to report. 
So that's good. Good. That's my that's my win of the week. Everything's going well. Everything's going well with the habits, with the goals. Um, Did you have any goals this year, like anything specific, or are you kind of doing like that? Just make yourself better than you were last well, year. Well, my my goal every year, um, so far, twenty five years successful, uh, <laughs> is to not me. is to not die. Okay, Basically, that's phase one. Phase one. So check that one off. So far, so far, so good. Not a ghost yet. No holograms. No AI. Image projecting doms here. But um, yeah, yeah. Every year, obviously, I want to get better. Every year, I want to get stronger mentally, physically, emotionally, uh, financially. Mm-hmm. Financially, it's a fire podcast, so it makes the most sense. But yeah, I have uh, I set out goals every year. Uh, I set out rather big goals, uh, and throughout the year, I push myself and I test myself. And I do new things. Like last year in 2023, um, a lot of the stuff, like looking back, it's like, dang, I, you know, I wanted to get to like let's say a million subscribers. I want to get something. I want to go huge, right? But it's like, well, what did we do? Well, uh, on for my channels, like on my gaming channel, well, we posted more shorts than ever, right? At one point, we were posting four shorts a day. Wow. Yeah, it was ridiculous. Work. Yeah, it was a lot. Um, you know, and other things that we tried, like daily vlogging. I had never daily vlogged before. I would vlogged, but not on a daily scale. And that was huge. That was really huge. We got monetized on Twitch. Ironically, this is kind of crazy. I was talking about this with um, one of the people in my community. Yesterday was like, I think I'm living the dream. And I was like, I'm literally playing video games and making money off of it. Cool. It's really bizarre. It's like as a child, it's like, that's impossible. That can't be done. It's like, I literally, I'm getting, I'm literally making money playing video games. Very bizarre. But um, yeah, every year we have new goals every year. Um, And this year specifically, we have like life goals, yearly goals. And then I'm breaking it down more into quarterly goals so that I can continue to maintain a high level of competitiveness with myself who I was at January 1st to, you know, the last day of December. And I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm stoked. It's a brand new year. Oh, I'm hungry. Let's go. Let's do it. Let's do it. Before we sign off, there's two things that you kind of mentioned that I really liked and I want to kind of bring it back so Mm -hmm. that our listeners hear it. Um, Is that you said, you know, at first your goal is maybe to hit like a million subscribers. Mm -hmm. And for a lot of it, that's outside of your control. Like Mm -hmm. you don't know if people are going to hit that subscribe button. You really don't know. But what you did focus on was, can I post four blog? Can I post four shorts a day? Can I do my vlog? Can I do this? You focused on the, the systems, the habits, the process. You focus on what you could control, yep. and the results came because of that. Not not mm. because you did all this stuff that the results came, but it was more of a, a result. Like it just happened. It just happened because you focused on the process. Mm-hmm. And then the other thing I really liked is you just got started. Like yeah. you just you just did it. Like yeah. the, there wasn't any like, oh, I need to have the perfect piece of software. I need to do all these things. I mean, she, you go and watch my my videos. Like, mm-hmm. that's the same thing that I took from Dom is just get started. Yeah. Like, instead of having the perfect lighting, the perfect audio, the perfect everything. Like, for me, it's literally me, like, in board shorts yeah. in a cold room. And, yeah. like, in a my, my cell phone. Like, in a cold room. In guys. a cold room. Cold room. With this cell phone yeah. and a Galaxy Bud. Like, I know yeah. the audio is quali- the audio's terrible. The video The video is terrible. But, like... Rather than focusing on things that aren't important, like how do I get started? Mm-hmm. What pen do I need to write a book? Yeah. Don't worry about it. Just freaking start. Absolutely. And you know, it's interesting. The changes that I've made throughout the year have been so monumental because at the beginning of the year, I wanted to have a million subscribers on the gaming channel. And by the end of the year, I now realize that that was never the goal. Mm-hmm. The goal was to become the type of creator that deserved a million subscribers. And over the last two weeks, or over the last week, I've had multiple people come up to me and be like, 
wow, your content's great. I love your content. You're like, I remember the first time I clicked into your, into your, uh, your live stream, it was like the energy was different. It was just different. And I was just like, you deserve more followers. And I just, I really appreciate that. So now that like the streams are perfect, you know, the streams are at a place where it's like perfect. Now we can move on to another section and getting back to posting shorts consistently and making videos and doing more in the community. It's like nice. We're, it's nice to have that reassurance that we're on the right path and you're becoming someone who's deserving of success. Mm -hmm. And I love that. I love that. It's yeah. putting in the work every day. Yes. And that's the and key. Being okay with it might take longer than what you originally hoped for. Mm -hmm. But even if it never, even if the success never comes, you became a better person for trying. Yes. And you became a better person every day. And whatever, even if this venture didn't work out, the next venture you do, you're going to be able to take all of that wisdom, all those resources, and take it to the next one. Bingo. Bingo. I'm excited for you guys for the new year. You guys, it's going to be a great year. Yeah. It's going to be great. You Not to this. mention, like, I didn't even think of, I didn't know I was going to start a podcast this last year. I didn't think we would start a podcast. Yeah, no. I, yeah, it just no, came no. out of nowhere. No, I mean. I'm, and what, we're 40 episodes deep? I have no idea. We're deep. We're, we're in the We're doing good. It. We're growing. I mean, growing. We're going to be able to write into us. Um, last time we checked the analytics, we are like, we had 75,000 views. That's crazy. That's 75,000 eyes like, saw us. Our, uh, like our words are getting to yeah. that people. Hopefully we start to like infect people's minds a little bit. And yes. they kind of come along this journey with us. Cause you know, even if your goal isn't to sit on a beach all day, which it shouldn't mm -hmm. be, there is no one that achieving financial independence or just working towards financial independence mm -hmm. doesn't help. Like Correct. even if you never reach that big audacious goal of never having to work again or work for money again, mm -hmm. every step of the journey, is going to get you that much better in so many other aspects of your life. Yeah. Yeah. It, 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 dude, it's so true. You know, it's, it's so true. Like for like my dad, he reached financial independence, uh, not early on, but we'll see, you know, as he was maybe like 55 and because of that, it affected everything. Mm -hmm. Like he got to spend the final years, you know, with his grandparent or with his parents, you know, if he didn't have the financial independence, he could have spent, he couldn't have t taken care of his parents when they needed him there. Mm -hmm. You know, he couldn't have retired. He couldn't have, you know, helped me with everything that he's helped me with. Like becoming financially independent isn't just about you. And I don't think you should ever make it just about you. I think if you really want to make the goal, something that you push yourself to make it bigger than yourself. Yeah. You know? Like for me, I do it with my five FP. So it's family, fitness, finances, fun, and forward progress. You know, you can create your own thing, whatever it is, make, make a family mantra. You know, I was thinking like game of Thrones, like, mm -hmm. you know, Lannister always repays his debt. Like make it something kind of fun that you can put into your family that you guys are always working towards that self-improvement, that getting better and, you know, make it about other people, not about you, not about escaping the nine to five. Cause you hate your job. It's about running towards something, running towards something better. Yeah. Yeah. Bingo. So we tied off. We kind of went off topic again now, but it's a little all good. bit, but yeah, yeah. I think, um, I think that was a good one though. Yeah. It was a good one. So guys, we will see you on Monday for another exciting episode. I hope you guys have a great weekend. Thank you so much for joining us here on five Friday feedback. Please make this year, 2024, the best year ever. Start off with these tips, take some action today. Don't wait till tomorrow. Because yep. we never know if we have it to tomorrow, but we have today. So make it the best day that you possibly can and then do it again tomorrow. Just focus yeah. on what we have right now. Yep. Bingo. That's All right, it. guys. And with that, have a great weekend. If you like the show today, please like and subscribe. Tell a friend about the Five Guys podcast. Bring someone along for the journey. All right? Yeah. Later. Peace. This video podcast is sponsored by Monzon Wealth. 
The content in this podcast is for informational purposes only and should not be considered financial advice. We do not endorse specific products or services. Past performance does not guarantee future results. The opinions expressed are those of the hosts and guests, not the podcast sponsor. It is crucial to consult with a qualified financial advisor or professional who can provide advice tailored to your specific needs before making any financial decisions, investments, or taking any other actions. If you are seeking specified help, you can reach out to Chris at monsonwealth.com.